Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Stop the Internet Podcast. I'm Kelly. And I'm Erin. I don't have an intro. Do you have anything you want to say? No, I don't. <laughs> Great. I feel weird about not doing an intro, but I really don't have anything interesting to say, and I'm really not trying to make something out of nothing, you know? I don't really have anything interesting either. I mean, nothing... I mean, the Taylor Swift concert's over. I know. For everyone that hates the intros... This one's for you. Okay, today I thought of the topic, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. I was inspired by the Taylor Swift lyric. I don't know how much each of these stories is really going to fit the theme. Okay. So maybe the theme is loose, but maybe it's not. We're going to see. Okay, let's get into it. Okay. Am I the asshole for reporting my roommate's girlfriend for business fraud? I, 23 female, have three roommates, one female, two male. One of my male roommates, Devin, has a girlfriend named Destiny, both fake names, who is probably about 22 female. She is not on the lease and there have been no previous incidents. A couple of days ago, I get a letter in the mail that was addressed to an LLC that had Destiny in the name. A quick Google search of the LLC showed Destiny's new online business. I looked up the public business records for the LLC and saw that Destiny used my address as her business address. Again, Destiny is not on the lease. This sounds like business fraud. I am concerned that if my landlords find out, we will be evicted. My landlord owns at least 80% of the long-term rental properties in my area. If we were evicted and blacklisted, we would not be able to find another place to live. As far as I can tell, Destiny did not ask a single roommate, including Devin, if this was okay. When I confronted her about it, she seemed very surprised that I found out. She thought business information was private, so we would never know. While some records are private, the person who started the LLC and the addresses used are public information. All addresses for the LLC use one of two zip codes, both of which are wrong for our city. One is one number off, one is extremely off. That raises more red flags for me. When confronted, she said she used it as a temporary address because she was moving between places and wanted to file before the end of the month for tax reasons. However, based on her reaction, I can't help but wonder if she was planning on using the address permanently and is only going to change it because I found out. She said she changed the address today. None of us are okay with her using our address for her business. Devin and Destiny are on vacation, so all of our communication has been through text. I am planning on talking to them in person ASAP. Destiny is a nice girl. She might not understand why business fraud is wrong. but I need to protect myself and my roommates from possible legal action. None of us have money for legal counsel. She is either completely oblivious or something is shady. I filed a report about the false address to our Secretary of State Department. I also contacted my landlord and told them what was going on and what I've done to stop it to protect me and my roommates. I have not told her or her boyfriend about this. I have saved all documents and evidence. Am I the asshole? No. Destiny's the asshole. She, like, come on, girly. You don't just use (laughs) someone else's address to, like, start a freaking business. Because, like, that's, I don't know, like, when taxes and the IRS get involved, not worth it. Nope, not my problem. Destiny's problem. What did she think was going to happen, though, when all of her mail that's addressed to her business is going to this random apartment that she doesn't live at? And, like, what did she think was going to happen when it came time to file taxes and, like... Like stuff was getting sent to their address saying like your business is out of this residential address. 
I'm sorry, but like a landlord is bound to find out when a business is being run through a residential address. I don't know anything about business whatsoever. Let, let's make one thing clear that I work in healthcare and I don't understand any of this. You probably definitely have a better head on your shoulders when it comes to like this kind of thing. So I really can't speak on this, but I'm sorry. But if any of my roommates, significant others like in college had just shown, well, some of my roommates had some psycho significant others, but had their like business paperwork started showing up with my address I would immediately have been at my landlord's office like get him out of here done <laughs> okay I feel like is it business fraud like don't you don't have I mean a business is registered to an address but you don't necessarily have to work in that address I'm thinking like contractors and stuff like that like if you own a business and you are a photographer or like a construction worker or something like that like you're not working every day in the home so I'm like does it really matter where the business is you know registered we should ask our lawyer because I I have no idea (laughs) I feel like the girl the OP she probably could have told destiny first like you need to change it in the next seven days or I'm going to file a claim I feel like if I thought so seriously about it that I was gonna file a claim I would probably call like my CPA first just to make sure before I went to like the Secretary of State and was like filing all these issues. Yeah. And then for our CPA to be like, that's not an issue. I don't know. Someone commented and said, I don't really see how this rises to the level of business fraud and I'm a CPA. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Who exactly is she trying to defraud? What benefit does she get out of it by using your address that she wouldn't get from doing it somewhere else? It seems like a silly mistake, but certainly not the level of fraud. Oh, well, what benefit does she get from it from a different address? It could be tax brackets. Yeah, definitely. 100% the tax. A lot of people are saying, yes, the asshole. What? What is this really about? No, I don't think they're the asshole. I really don't. I think I would be worried, too, like, if it is some type of fraud. Like I said, I would ask my CPA first before filing something to, like, the state. Because who really knows if it's an issue? If it is an issue, then I'd be like, let's, yeah, you know, take your own business elsewhere. But it does, like, where you live and work matters. I pay different taxes than you pay because we work in different townships, cities. Like, yeah, it it is what it is. The only thing that sucks, though, is that if she were to go to her CPA, it's like, why is it now her responsibility to go to her CPA and find out the rules of business in her state and city? Like, if OP were to do this, like, why is it now on her to figure out the laws of her state? Like, she, well, I guess roommates or destiny should be doing that, you know? But I guess it's because she's the one with the problem with it I don't know I guess a lot of people are saying yes the asshole and OP obviously doesn't like her roommate's girlfriend for whatever reason and saw it as an opportunity to stick it to her I'm like I don't know about that she could know. also just be nervous because but- like I don't have any personal issues with destiny but I'd be like a little bit nervous if like someone's business paperwork started showing up at my house wait everyone is ripping her apart in the Why? comments people are saying your understanding of all things business zoning and LLC makes it clear you have no idea what you're talking about, but you were chomping at the bit to snitch. 
just admit it. You you love doing this. I feel like some of these people are projecting. Okay, maybe. But at the same time, like the things that you're saying are people like clearly you have no idea what's going on. And like, that's me. Like I clearly yeah. have no, I'm the one sitting here saying I have no idea what's going on. But yes, I would rat her out. So maybe it's just like a, if maybe everyone on there is a CPA commenting saying you need a chill pill. I don't but, like, know. Even if they are a CPA, like you can still be upset if someone registers their business at your home without confronting you. Like you don't have to dislike someone well, no, to be I... annoyed that <laughs> I'm just like I'm on OP's side in the sense that you don't have to dislike someone in order to be annoyed that they've registered their business at your home address without right. asking you first. Right. Well, and I guess the my other thought is like in a way, I mean, I don't like I don't know how any of this works, but in a way, it's almost like her name is now on the residency in one way or another. I don't know. But like now her business is out of this house that her name is not on the lease. And it's like if you had an extra roommate, the landlord would be coming and cracking down like, oh, you're going to start paying more because you have an extra roommate. Yeah. So like now you got an extra business coming out of the house. Like the landlord should know about it. I feel like I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't pay rent in an apartment. I don't have a landlord. I don't own my own business. I don't send my LLC paperwork to my friends houses. I don't know. Okay, I feel like regardless of if it's legal for the girlfriend to do this or whatever, I kind of feel like that's irrelevant because, okay, no, yeah, because OP told the state (laughs) that this girl is committing fraud, which is a felony. So that's a lot. Like, that's a big step to take. Yeah. Regardless of if it's legal or not, if she, like, doesn't understand the laws, you know? Yeah. Because it's like, if you don't understand the laws, you don't know that that it's fraud. I agree. (laughs) However, if this girl really just started her business yesterday and the paperwork showed up today, she's probably made, like, $4. Like, if the state is now finding out that she's committing fraud and someone comes after her and she's like, yeah, I didn't know what the situation was. I'm sorry, but a judge is going to be like, okay, throw it out the $4 case. Like, you got to get your shit straight. Like, the IRS is not going to come after. Like, I've talked about this with my coworkers when we're filing our taxes and we're, like, so worried about things being done incorrectly. We're like, if the IRS is coming for anyone, it's not me working at the hospital system that I work at making a nurse's salary. Like, they're not worried about that kind of money. They're worried about, well, I don't know, maybe that's... Destiny's got a billion dollar business, but I doubt it if she just started and she doesn't even know where to register her business. Like, Erin, what are you saying? What are you saying about (laughs) not filing your taxes and not being worried about the IRS (laughs) finding you? Okay, okay. Let's make one thing clear. (laughs) CPA files my taxes. Everything is done correctly. And the IRS and the little FBI agent in my phone listening know that, okay? Second of all, I think that Destiny probably does not have a significant amount of money if she just started her business yesterday. But that doesn't really matter. I think that if I went to the state and I said, Kelly committed fraud on this multi-million dollar business, the state's going to be like, frick, no, you didn't. We're going to step in. If I said, Kelly's committing fraud, she makes three cents a podcast, they're going to be like, wow, Kelly committed fraud. No, we're not. I don't think that's true. I think that, yeah, maybe they would handle the big one first, but every amount of income is 
subject to sales tax and everyone's held to the same standard, you know, or at least they should be. (laughs) So I don't agree with that at all. All right. Well, then let me just backtrack to the one thing that I said earlier. I don't know anything about this. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Let me read one of the comments. Someone is saying, yes, the asshole, naive, and so is everyone else without a clue here. You've libeled and slandered this person by telling everyone she's a fraudster based on your non-understanding of LLC and principal place of business meaning. The registered address of an LLC is its principal place of business, the location where the records are kept, or its registered agent is located for purposes of correspondence, receipt of service, county of suit, and possible county for tax purposes. It does not mean the business transacts any business at that address or a store is located there. A single address can have hundreds of businesses registered to it that doesn't make the owner of the property liable for them if they're not part of the business. Okay. Okay. All well, of that that's true. A lot of my questions. Yeah, but like, but I also feel personally victimized by that comment saying you don't know anything about what you're talking because if you didn't want me to answer the question, you shouldn't have asked. <laughs> okay. If this comment is correct, though, everyone's still wrong. Like this person who seems to understand business is saying that the registered address, like regardless of if the business does transactions or has a store there, should be the principal place of business where records are kept, the registered agent is located, the purposes of correspondence receipt, like none of that is this address still. I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but like, okay, I don't think OP's an asshole. I feel like she made a big step when she could have just maybe... She just jumped to conclusions and yeah, she was fired up. And honestly, like, I don't know, to give her the benefit of the doubt, maybe she was scared. Like, she got this in the mail and panicked and was like, oh my God, the IRS <laughs> is going to come after me because this business is coming out of my residency and she doesn't even live here. Like, it's not even her legal address. I don't know. Like, I... I'm a nurse. I, I, I guess I just think that it doesn't matter if this girl... under Like, a people, some people in the comments are like, how could you possibly not understand, like, the interwork of an LLC and like it's shocking how much misinformation like, okay it's not everyone's job to understand the intricate workings and the laws surrounding LLCs in our country like who the fuck cares if random people that will never own a business understand this anyway I think that the OP isn't an asshole she's in her right to be scared or nervous that some random person just registered their business at her home address. Yeah, I agree. Like, why? I would, I would feel that way, too. Just because she isn't thrilled with this idea that a random person who's not on her lease is registering businesses at her home address. Like, that doesn't make her stupid. That doesn't make her hateful or yeah. revengeful or spiteful. Like, she panicked. Yeah, like, it's okay. I she mean, she jumped the gun. She, she went to the, the Secretary she of State or whatever. She jumped a large gun. She jumped straight to the top. She jumped a cannon. That's like, this is like those videos where it's like, don't jump to conclusions. And then you see like a person, me, jumping to conclusions, doing a backflip like 18 (laughs) times in a row. That's kind of what she did. But also like, I just, I can't personally hate on OP because I get it. Like I would have panicked. I would have jumped the gun. I clearly, according to all of these hateful comments, have no idea what's going on. So like, I just can't hate OP for it. Like it's not their fault. I feel bad. I kind of want to put this in perspective for literally every single comment that's saying you're an asshole, like this doesn't matter, like you jumped the gun, like whatever. Okay, 
if this was her ex-boyfriend, every single person in the comments would be like, fuck him. Yeah, girl, get him back. Like, if this was her ex-boyfriend and he, even if she did on her or not, maybe they had an amicable breakup. If an ex-boyfriend registered a business at this girl's address without asking her, without telling her, and then she randomly found out and confronted him and he said, oh, I guess I'll change it. But OP was like, oh, well, you're only changing it because I found out. Like, you were never going to tell me this. Every single person in the comments would be like fuck him he gets what he deserves you play stupid games win stupid prizes he should have never done that he had ulterior motives like why is he registering a business at your address like he's doing this because he doesn't have his shit together he wants to commit tax fraud he wants to pay less taxes in the county that you live in like blah 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 blah. why is it different because it's her roommate's girlfriend i think that this is kind of a double standard it is but men are a double standard no they are men are the problem here if it was a man who did this yeah it would be a problem I'm just kidding I'm totally yeah. kidding I need a man in my life to work with my money because I don't, I don't know anything about this if I needed a business I would need a man that's for damn sure I don't understand any of this I do think there is a double standard if it was a man if it was but also okay say it was her house she was a girl and her female best friend did this without telling her how do you think everyone would react? If she did this? If she did this. I think everyone would say the same thing. Like, you're crazy and you have some sort of, like, resentment towards your best friend. Really? You think it would be different? I don't know. I, I think, like, in a way that... Because obviously when it's, like, my roommate's girlfriend, it's, like, a friend's friend. It's, like, so much more distant for them to be like, oh, you've got animosity. Like, screw her, whatever. Yeah. Whereas if I was, like, it's my best friend. I panicked. I went to the whatever, where the, the state... Um, I could feel like maybe some people would be like, yeah, I mean, it's a little weird that your your best friend would do that. You don't think? I don't know. Men are the problem. I guess that's what I don't we took know. away from this. I think people would be wondering why her best friend did that. Like, people would be For like, sure. what is wrong with your best friend? Like, I just don't get why nobody is questioning this destiny. girl like yeah. destiny. had. There's a reason why she filed this business at their address. And maybe it is a lighthearted reason that doesn't really matter. Like, like she's moving. Like yeah, what she she's said. moving or like she's planning on moving in somewhere else or like, I don't know. I just feel like this is weird. Like, I am never going to start a business and register a business at my boyfriend's landlord's address. Like, that right. is just so odd. And like, I mean, I guess there are yeah. times in life where you would need to do that. And not everyone is in like a stable place. And sometimes you need to like get your business to start running to get your shit together but if that was the case shouldn't she be presenting that to the tenants and being like hey i know i don't live here i just want to give you guys a heads up these are the dates of my move this is why i have to register the business during this time and this is when it's going to change to my new address when i start doing business there even for the boyfriend like she should have presented it to her boyfriend yeah and the boyfriend should have the boyfriend should have been enough in the know for once the mail to come have been like oh yeah i'm so sorry i didn't tell you she did have to do this because she's moving my bad yeah yeah, exactly. But even the boyfriend didn't know what was going on. That's what's shady about yeah. it. And that's what made me would have also I would have jumped the gun too. Yeah. It's just so weird. It just is so bizarre that nobody is questioning her motives. Everyone just is like, everyone's taking Destiny's I word I know what for her it. motives are. Business fraud. That's why we're going to the state. Yeah, you know what? I think she is. Okay, this is how I see it too. Because it's like, if their apartment is outside of a city, like let's say it's in some rural suburb, right. odds are that you have to pay less in taxes at that address than you would have to in any major city. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why, why maybe Destiny's parents' house or 
or Where best friend's lives. house is in a city. And yeah. she's like, oh, I don't want to pay city taxes for my business. I'm going to register it at this random address. Yeah. But she probably knew that none of them would be okay with that. Right. So she didn't say anything. Yeah. I mean, damn right. If if we live in the city of Philadelphia and my boyfriend's landlord lives in the suburbs, I'm registering Aaron Bovell LLC. That is so freaking <laughs> shady. And why is nobody talking about this? Why um, is nobody talking about this? Because they want to hate on OP. Yeah. Why is everyone jumping jumping down OP's throat. I think I'm on OP's side. Okay, I will say, she was dramatic. Like, she was very, very dramatic. Maybe she didn't have to go that far, but just because she's mad about this and takes action doesn't mean that she just automatically is a spiteful bitch who hates her roommate's girlfriend. Anyway, any final thoughts? I just think the only thing that's kind of throwing me off is the the CPA's comment saying, like, X, Y, and Z, like, you don't, like, there's, she would get nothing out of this. It's like, well, she she would. I'm sure there's something she's getting out of it and it very well could be the taxes in the township that she's in yeah so i'm just as smart as you okay also laws are different in every state and cpas are registered per state so a cpa that's an expert on the business llc laws in one state might have no idea what goes on in op state yeah so if this cpa is being like oh well this is the purpose of a business address like that may be true in a state, but maybe there's a random state that has some weird bylaw where an LLC has to be the same as like X, Y, or Z. Yeah. And it's just some random shit that doesn't make sense, but it's written into the state laws. Yeah. That's why I sound so dumb talking about this because I only know the laws in Pennsylvania. And that's okay because you're not starting businesses <laughs> at your boyfriend's landlord's What I can tell you I am going to do is find out what state has the lowest taxes, the least amount of CPAs, and register my LLC there. The least amount of CPAs. (laughs) That's who who they're checking in with, right? We should have read this on the Am I Being Dramatic or the Am I the Drama episode because OP was definitely dramatic, although I still think I'm on her side. (laughs) I can admit. Yeah, I support. I can admit that, you know, you can support someone and be on their side and still think they're being dramatic anyway all the comments are dra- comments dramatic are dramatic that's insane. for damn sure insane yeah okay insane. you know what i think not the asshole and we will be your lawyer <laughs> <laughs> i don't think you want us to be your lawyer i think but i'm everyone, happy to do it i think everyone in here is just playing games i think everyone in the comments is yeah. like oh finally something i can give my freaking two cents on i have seen legally like, blonde yeah i could recite the musical top to bottom you want me to be your lawyer give me a ring okay this is a light-hearted story to go to next Ooh. am i the asshole for ruining my cousin's dream honeymoon destination for her so my cousin is getting married next year and she wants to go to the maldives for her honeymoon last week she invited me over for lunch with her parents everything was going well when she suddenly brought up her honeymoon she started saying saying how much she wanted to go to the Maldives, but she can't afford it, etc. She then asked me what I thought about it. My husband and I went to the Maldives on our honeymoon and have been there a few times besides. Now that I think back to the conversation, she probably wanted me to back her up on how expensive it was. I interpreted it as she wanted more affordable options so she can still go. So instead, I was all, yeah, the 
Maldives is expensive if you want to go to a five-star resort, but there are many affordable options as well. My aunt asked me to explain. I told her that I've stayed at nice guest houses on islands with bikini beaches and a floating bar for about 40 euro a night. And if a local island isn't your cup of tea, you can even look at four-star resorts. You'd still be saving money compared to a five-star one. I hadn't realized I upset my cousin until I got a message from her stating that she thought I'd have her back on this, but I completely threw her under the bus. How? In summary, she wanted to go to a five-star resort. She can't afford it, so she wanted her parents to pay for it. She brought me in to convince her parents about how expensive the Maldives is, so they'd be more convinced to help out. I tried to reason with her, but she's insistent she wants to go to an expensive resort or nothing at all. She also pointed out that my husband and I didn't stay at a guest house when we went for our honeymoon, which is true. We stayed at a resort. She's convinced that this makes me a hypocrite. Also, she didn't tell me that the lunch was just a way for her to convince her parents to pay for her honeymoon. She just assumed I would agree with whatever she said. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure how to make up with her. She's still very upset with me. Play stupid games, you win <laughs> stupid prizes. I mean, if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. Also, if you want your parents to pay for it, why are you trying to like subconsciously trick them into it and invite just someone ask. over in the hopes that they will tell your parents that the Maldives is expensive? <laughs> I just thought this was absurd. Honestly, I don't hate her because I want to go to the Maldives on my honeymoon mm-hmm. and I want to stay at a five-star resort. Um, granted, I have to get married find myself someone to marry first but when that happens either I will need someone richer than me to pay for it or I'm gonna be bringing Kelly into a lunch with my parents having you back I don't know I think like I don't think it was a stupid game to be like oh you know the Maldives like let's talk about how expensive it is but I think you maybe should have like prepped your cousin first and been like here's the deal because our cousins would have done that our cousins would have been like look, we need Mike to pay for this. I'm saying Mike because that's our dad's name. They would have been like, we need Mike to pay for this. You're going to come in. You're going to help me out a little bit. And we're just going to talk about how expensive it is, but how phenomenal it is. And we're going to see what happens. Do I think our parents would fall for that? No. They'd be like, yeah, it does sound expensive. Good luck paying for it. (laughs) But I do think that if anyone in our lives wanted us to go like egg them on in the situation they would let us know ahead of time like what's an expensive trip that we've been on australia if one of my cousins wanted to go to australia and they were like i can't afford it erin can you come over and just talk about how like amazing your experience was and how expensive it was just like in front of my mom but they didn't prep me i would be like yeah you know what it's a long flight it's a lot of travel i had some bad experiences (laughs) it's worth it it's worth it but it's a lot they'd be like what the fuck But if you told me you were dying to go to Australia and you really wanted your dad, Mike, to pay for it, I would be like, it's worth every penny. It's just one day of travel and you get all the time in the world when you're there. It's worth every bird, bug, snake, monkey that you're going to see. I don't think there's monkeys in Australia. Maybe that was a different country. Anyway, it's worth every second there. It's the best experience you'll ever have. Oh, I'm here to hype you up. But you got to let me know ahead of time. Yeah. Because if I come in and you're like, it's so expensive, I'm going to be like, you're right. It is so expensive. Agreed. So the lesson is 
play the, stupid games, win stupid prizes. The cousin should have prefaced her first, and that's her own fault. Yeah. So when you're going to manipulate someone, make sure that everyone in the room is in on it, except the person that you're manipulating. <laughs> I don't agree with this, okay? I have a conscience. Oh. I think that if she really wanted to go, she should have asked her parents. Oh, I agree with that, for sure. I'm just saying, if we're speaking on the actual situation. Yeah, I think she's crazy and dumb. <laughs> Sorry. I don't think she's crazy and dumb. I think she for sure should have asked her parents, but like in the situation. No, she's crazy and dumb for inviting her cousin over, not giving not her, her yeah. background, and then being mad at her for it. Okay. I agree with that. You're dumb. Okay. This one's kind of sad. I don't know why this made me sad. Okay. Here Am I go. Am I going to lose sleep over it? Probably not. Am I the asshole for killing my friend's pet spider? I, 15 female, went over to my newest friend's house, 16 male, for a sleepover the other day. For a bit of background, I absolutely hate spiders. I have had a horrible fear of them ever since I was a child. Anyway, my friend, we'll call him Jake, has a pet tarantula, and I informed him I do not like spiders and do not play any types of games with me due to my major arachnophobia. Anyways, the night... I feel like I'm going to throw up. (laughs) Anyway, the night was great, and we watched the first three Scream movies, and everything was going great until I started getting ready for bed. When we were setting up our beds, he said he needed to go grab some water for us and he left me alone in the room. The cage was in his room and I quickly glanced over at it but I didn't see him. No. Uh -uh. Mm Uh-uh. I didn't think much of it. But then Jake went back into the room and he handed me water. But as he did, at the bottom of the cup, his spider was waiting for me. I'm going to throw up. I'm literally going to throw up. I scream as I throw the cup across the room. Jake then rushes after the spider, saying that I had killed it. My heart drops as I realize what I had just done. Jake starts screaming at me, saying it was just a prank and I overreacted. Mm -mm. I say that he should have never done that to me and is taking my fear as a joke. He then says... I needed to leave and proceeds to kick me out of his house. I called him an asshole, which was wrong of me, but I was very upset. His mother then gave me some money to cab home. It was like 12 a.m. and my mom was asleep. And the day after, I tried calling and messaging him, but no answer. I feel terrible and I don't know what to do. So am I the asshole? No, you're not. I, it's it's a very, very sad story. Yeah. That is so sad. Like, I would be heartbroken if my pet... I don't have any pets, but if my pet died, like, that would be heart-wrenching to me. Like, I'm very sad for Jake, but, like, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yes. Like, she told you, like, yeah. do not fuck with me. And he and literally, he did, it. he did it to himself, and he killed his own spider. In my mind, he literally killed his own spider. That is sickening to me. To th- First of all, I'm horrified of spiders. If there was a, a tyrant... <laughs> I almost threw up during one point of that story because you said, I killed my friend's spider. So I'm thinking, okay, a little spider was like crushed. Then when you said tarantula, I thought about a tarantula getting squashed and I, uh, oh my God, the size of a tarantula. Uh, oh my God, I can't, <laughs> ew, I have goosebumps. But like, that's what I was thinking about. And I got so nervous that it was going to be like stepped on. And I was like, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> say, say, okay. Kelly's gagging now too. I feel like we could compare it to any other pet, like compare it to a pet mouse or 
something. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people don't care about spiders and they're like, it's a bug. But like, I know we don't. Okay, maybe you don't, listener. But no, I'm just saying. saying, I'm just saying if people were to hate on him, like some people love their tarantula in the way that somebody else loves their pet dog. And I know that it's crazy and like maybe you can't understand it and I can't understand it, but it doesn't mean that they love their pet less. I agree. I feel like there's a little bit of a double standard here because when people are scared of dogs, people are still like, oh, not my dog. My dog's so sweet. Just pet it. You'll you'll yeah. fall in love with my dog. And it's like, no. Yeah. Let people who don't like dogs be away from dogs. Yeah. And if I don't want your tarantula near me, don't fucking put it at the bottom of my water glass before I go to bed. Yeah. Keep it away from me. A similar, not even, not even similar situation happened to me. I'm going to be very vulnerable right now and talk about a very irrational, and I know that it's irrational fear that I have, a fear of fish. (laughs) I know it's funny and I know it's irrational, but I have it. It's called ichthyphobia and it's horrifying, right? So I used to go to Canada every summer for a volunteer trip and I became very close friends with some of the people there. And after the first summer, when I befriended them, we were obviously much more comfortable with each other summers moving forward. This volunteer thing we go to was always on a lake and they were teaching kids how to fish. And I avoid that naturally. I was like, I'll go out on the dock. I'll talk to the kids. I will not bait a hook. Actually, no, I would I would bait a hook because worms aren't horrifying. I will not reel in a fish and take it off the hook and touch it, put it in a bucket. I want an I want nothing to do with the fish. A friend of mine thinks that he should unhook his fish and be like, oh, in Canada, you have to kiss your fish. I don't want to fucking kiss your fish. Okay. I was panicking. Obviously, he was like coming towards me with the fish. I was shaking. I had goosebumps. There were tears in my eyes because I was panicking. And someone else had to step in and be like, she's actually scared. Don't make her cry. Like, I wasn't trying to cry. I wasn't trying to be dramatic, but I'm scared. I have a phobia. Mm-hmm. And if someone put a fucking fish in my water glass and I started sipping it and the fish came up and like touched my lip, forget about it. your fish is getting stomped on. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but it's 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 going to be a natural reaction. And I am so sad that Jake's pet spider died. Like, I yeah. really am. That's so sad. Like, luckily, this fish was no one's pet and they throw it back in the lake after they were done tormenting me. But like, if they had put their pet fish in a glass, no. Like, it, it would be dead, and I'm sorry. I feel like people have this, I don't even know what it is, but this, like, desire to almost, like, prove people wrong yes. when it comes to phobias. And it's like, humans don't choose to have phobias, and a lot of times it's rooted in something that they don't even know mm-hmm. the reason. So, like, who knows why you have that phobia? I'm sure a psychologist could figure it out, but, like, you're not going through life choosing to have it. And, like, obviously right. there are people that use like oh I'm scared of this to like get attention and they're like oh my god don't do that ha but a phobia is different than that like you don't choose that fear and it's not easy to get over it right we just talked about this on a past episode me and Trish but I used to have a phobia of cockroaches to the point where I couldn't even say the word without like feeling nauseous but I've been doing exposure therapy and forcing myself to you touched a cockroach absolutely not but I I started forcing myself to say the word and like to think 
about it. And so now I can say the word without getting uh. nauseous. Do I want to see one? Of course not. But I told Trish this story about how in high school, my friend put a cockroach at my feet in class and it was like a, a real one. No, it was a <gasps> fake bug that like vibrated to make it seem like it was real. And I like jumped up out of the seat and you did that. Tell me afterwards. I'll tell you now. <laughs> she like, would. It was, I know. Like it was my friend, so I like I didn't really care that much. But I did like jump up out of the desk and like literally started like crying, and yeah. I had to like deescalate myself when I realized it was fake. And like, okay, it didn't affect me that much, but like I know there are some people that have way worse phobias than I do, yeah. and they wouldn't have been able to recover as quickly. And it's like you're not choosing to have that reaction. Right. And then I just had friends, especially when I was younger, like in high school, and they'd be like, "It's just." a bug like relax and I'm like do you think that I'm choosing to feel this way like it makes your life worse when you have a phobia do you think that I wanted to kill my friend's pet spider yeah like I understand that you love your pet do you think I wanted to kill your pet that you love yeah of course not yeah but you can't be mad at me for being horrified yeah and it's like why are people so like desperate to present people with their worst fear no they really like what do you think is gonna happen next like it's not funny yeah and i don't know it's just just so odd there's just some people that i mean i feel like dogs is the most like benign example because it's really hard to be scared of dogs majority of people love dogs and even people who don't love dogs are indifferent to dogs that type of thing our mom is scared of dogs she got attacked by a dog as a kid does not like dog i mean is is indifferent to dogs like if they stay over there like she doesn't dislike them but she doesn't want them near her she doesn't want them to touch her she's scared of them if your dog jumps up on her like I will hit your dog off of her like I will protect my mom she grows to appreciate dogs I was in a very long-term relationship with someone who had a dog the dog would come over all the time after years and years my mom grew to love the dog some of our extended family have dogs that she's very well adjusted to you won't see her cuddling the dog she won't go out of her way to pet the dog but when the dog goes over to her she will pet it when a new person shows up with a dog who steady jumps up on people doesn't keep its feet on the ground is crazy barks a lot and like has to be all up against people at all times and they're like oh but your mom would love my dog no my mom would not love your dog keep your dog away from my mom because i'm sorry i love dogs like i literally will give my life to a dog if i have to but I will literally give my life for my mom. And if your dog jumps on my mom and scares the shit out of her, I will protect my mom over your dog. I can tell it's you that much. It's just like so, I feel like people are like trying to prove something. Right. But that's, and it's so like, that's what, what are saying. you trying? Like people who cares? love to be like, not my dog. Like yeah. my dog would change your mom's. And no, your dog won't. Okay. I feel like there's <laughs> two, like people see it two ways. One is like, oh, it's not my dog. Like my dog's fine. Like you'll love her. It's not my spider. Like it's not my mouse. Like my mouse is a pet. Like you'll love my yeah. mouse to someone that with a mouse phobia it's like okay it could be coming from that and then it also is coming from like oh there's no reason to be scared like get over it like why are you even scared of that like who cares like you shouldn't even care about that it's like you're not choosing the phobia that you have like why are we always like why are so many people always trying to like prove this point to like oh the phobia doesn't matter like what just like let people have the mental illness that they have (laughs) because like sometimes I literally feel like a phobia is a mental illness Maybe yeah. I'm not a psychologist, so don't quote me on that. But I'm like, how I handled my phobia when it was at its peak, I'm like, there was something wrong with me. Like, that is not yeah. healthy to, like, live life like that. Yeah. So that's why I'm trying to get past it. 
I'm sure every phobia is different, so I don't want to just say yeah. everyone has mental I mean, health my health phobia issues. is not to your extent. Like, I can say the word fish. Yeah. I can think about a fish without gagging. When I think about touching a fish, I get, like, goosebumps. Yeah. Like, I get a little tense, a little chilly. I don't want to swim with a fish. The thought of aquariums kind of freaks me out. Like, walking through, like, walls of fish. Um, yeah. That, to me, makes me really uneasy and very uncomfortable. Actually being in there, like, terrifies me. But I can talk about it yeah you couldn't say cockroach without gagging yeah so i'm like okay maybe it's not a mental illness for everyone but like i have other mental illnesses it's fine but okay (laughs) on the same like the point i'm trying to make though is like i also feel like sometimes people will be like oh you're anxious just like get over it or like don't be like sad about that or like whatever it's like do you think i'm choosing to have chronic anxiety or like not that i have it but like so but i do so many people (laughs) struggle with like depression or anxiety i feel like it's the same energy as literally telling someone that's dealing with depression to be happy to be happy and like oh you have nothing to be sad about and it's like oh you have a phobia like there's nothing to be scared about it's like do you really think that's gonna help like let's actually take a breath and be like, do we think it's going to help? To be like, oh, don't be scared. It's just a fish. It's just a spider. Or like, why did you throw my spider across the room after you explained that you have a deep phobia of spiders? Yeah. You're an asshole. Yeah. And it's like, no, you're not. The friend, the spider's owner is the asshole for trying yeah. to prove some stupid, irrelevant point. They did yeah. it to themselves. You, quite frankly, were disrespectful to your friend. Yes. She asked you not to do something. She told you, I'm not asking you to do this for shits and giggles. I'm asking you to do this because I'm terrified. Yeah. And you did it anyway. That's disrespectful. You show up to my house with a dog. You're disrespecting my mom. You show up to me with a fish. You're disrespecting me. Yeah. Maybe not because you probably didn't know that I had a phobia of fish. But regardless, if you know that someone can't deal with something, don't be disrespectful. Yeah. I just don't get, like, why so many people have, like, they just, like, have to prove it or, like, they have to do it anyway just because they think it's funny. It's, like, that could have been on our... It's just a prank, like the prank episode, because it's like it's not just a prank when you're dealing with somebody who is that scared of something. Yeah. No, this is not just a prank. Jake, I'm sorry your spider died. I would be devastated if my spider died, too, and I loved it. However, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. I think the death is on your hands, Jake. Yeah. Sorry. Your friend is just an assistant to murder. No, she's not. She's not. Really? I don't think so. No. I think it was (laughs) self-defense. No, she didn't. No, I think that it was like if this was going to court, let's say it was a dog because people in our society care way more about dogs than about any other animal. Well, yeah, that's That's why I was using the dog example. Okay, so let's say that somebody handed someone with a phobia of dogs a new puppy that they just bought and then the person freaked out, threw the puppy and the puppy died. Whose fault? would that be the person who was handed the dog is not going to be held liable you don't think in the court of law that someone who was handed an animal and threw it on the ground and killed it would be held responsible at all with the evidence that's presented i think most reasonable people on a jury could understand the fear that comes along with having a phobia and the fact that it was the negligence of the owner who was trying to make a joke that put the dog in danger yeah and the person who did the action is it would be like actually I don't know exactly what the different degrees of murder are but this would not be first or second I think it'd be like third or something it's like something that 
was completely an accident, you know? I have no idea. I completely agree that the murder should not be on the murderer's hands and it should be on the person who The murder should not be on the murderer's hands. It should absolutely be on Jake's hands, the person who handed you the puppy. I completely agree. Do I think that's how it would go down in court? I don't know. I don't understand anything about court. I did not take the bar exam. You're right. But I agree that it shouldn't be that way. But also, like, you know, this is the United States of America, so I think this is why we need a good lawyer with a really powerful opening statement that explains the seriousness of phobias and how they affect people. Yeah. Because this person should have never been handed the animal. Yeah. And they explained to the per- the owner prior basically what would happen if, you know like she said to him, do. she was like, fuck around and find out. And then he did. And then he found out. Yeah, that's true. What we should do is find some intense stories and bring on a psychologist friend and a lawyer friend and sit them down and have this conversation. That would be so fun. I don't know any trial attorneys or psychologists. I don't know any trial attorneys, but we know lawyers that I think could talk about it. Yeah. And I do know some some psych people that could talk about it. Yeah. I think it's interesting because it's also now we're just like debating where this would go in court. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like this is an interesting discussion because the people listening, let's say that we were all picked to be on this jury. So you and I and like whoever's listening right now and this evidence was presented. So this girl had a deep phobia. The plaintiff knew and the defendant who is defending themselves saying that I'm not the murderer. It's not my fault. The plaintiff is the person suing the friend. So like the plaintiff in this case would be the pet owner. Right. So basically, we're presenting the evidence that the plaintiff knew of the phobia. Any reasonable person should know how intense the phobia would be. And after the defendant clearly stated that they could not handle being near the bug, they don't want to be near the bug, please do not bring the bug near me, the plaintiff presented the bug to them and it went horribly wrong. Who is really at fault there? Because I think it's the plaintiff's fault. I mean, I certainly know who I would vote for. Who would you vote for? Like they are like the plaintiff is guilty. Yeah. And then let's raise the stakes. Let's say it's no longer a spider. Let's say now it's a puppy. Now it's a dog. You're all dead. (laughs) I'm just saying like (laughs) the dog deserves to live. You're all dead. Done. Jail. Straight to jail. (laughs) I really do think it's a double standard, though, because so (laughs) many people would probably be like, yeah, who fucking cares? Like she was scared of a spider. Like it was her or it was his fault, whatever. But if it's a puppy, I think that people think differently. So tell us. I need to know. I need to know what people would think. If you were on a jury and it was a spider in this exact case, who would be guilty for murder? And if it was a puppy, who would be guilty for murder? I think it's the plaintiff regardless. Agreed. Okay. I'm so interested. Please comment. So you're telling me that you came home and got directly in the shower at the risk (laughs) of deactivating the ammonium (laughs) glycol. Yeah. Right. Everyone, let's watch Legally Blonde. You you did have time to hide the gun, Chutney, after you shot your father. He was your age. How would you feel if someone, your father married someone your age? Anyway, the overall vote on this was not the asshole on Reddit. Meaning the person who killed the spider is not the asshole. Yes. Okay. So we all agree. So we've got our jurors selected yes tell us in the comments jurors <laughs> we should do a whole episode about like trials like this and like yeah. create fake trials and then have the listeners yeah decide what or like vote yeah one of the radio stations i listen to every morning on my way to work does something where someone writes in like a situation that they're in and they take three calls and 
it's the best of three saying like what what the person should do or not this morning's was a man was asked to be in his sister's like husband's bridal party um he dished out all the money for the tux he dished out all the money for the bachelor party he's ready the wedding's in a couple weeks actually i think the wedding is in one week and they were like by the way apparently he has like a long beard they're like by the way you got a no facial hair for the wedding how many weeks is, away? is it's, it away the wedding's one week away they waited until now and he, this man said he's had this beard since high school so they were saying like do you shave it or do you not no they were saying you can't be in the bridal party or any photos if you don't shave it. See, this is a this is a hard line because it's like if they told him that months ago. That's what people on the obviously, radio were yeah. saying. They should have told him when they asked him to be in the bridal party. Right. They shouldn't have told him the week of the wedding. And they were saying that people on the radio too were saying like the person with the beard is the person you asked to be in your bridal party. It's yeah. not like he didn't have it and then he grew it and you were like, we got it. We got to nix this. Yeah. Like you knew who you were asking. Anyway, yeah. I'm just saying one of the radio stations I listen to does do something like this all the time. Yeah. We should just definitely come up with some scenarios that yeah. people in our lives faced like this. Yeah. And we, we should. totally should. But we should do it, get everyone's votes, and then bring on a lawyer friend and be like, <laughs> how do you think one. this would go in court? We have no lawyer friends. I think it's a large commitment to come into this studio and sit with us for okay, three we hours. Could get, but we, we can get their try. opinions and read them back. We can try. Yeah. I want to give my opinion on that, though. On what? On, on the, the beard, beard thing. thing. Okay. I just think that really keep in mind, like, it's not even just about a beard. It's changing any part of your physical appearance. So I think a lot of people would be quick to be like, it's just a beard. Just shave it for one day and it'll grow back, which is how some people may see it. But think about it if it was asking a girl with long hair to cut her hair off. That's what they were saying. And cut shoulder length hair. They were Absolutely saying, not. That's exactly what they were saying. They were like, if this was a girl, it would be a completely different story. Yeah. And this is his face. They're not asking you to wear different shoes or right. like shave your back hair that's like sticking up through the collar. Like this is your face that they're yeah. asking you to change. No. I would not cut my hair for someone's wedding. Yeah. So I had to turn off the radio to get to work before I heard this. Everything that I'm saying is just what the radio hosts were saying. Yeah. Um, I didn't get to hear what the three calls were. But based on what the radio hosts were saying, I was thinking, I don't think you should shave it for sure. I mean, we we're picturing like, I mean, I actually thought that I said this to myself out loud in the car and then the radio host said it picturing like Brandon Marsh who is a Philadelphia Phillies player with a long beard and I'm like first of all send him my number second of all <laughs> no like that's how he you're on her relevance <laughs> that's who he is as a person let him keep the beard let him keep the hair like you can't just ask someone to change their entire especially yeah. he's had this since high school they said you don't ask someone to change who they are as a person yeah if someone asked Kelly or I to literally bob our hair it would have to be extreme circumstances yeah. for me to say yes to that and I don't even know what they are like I can't even imagine the, what they are the only extreme circumstance that would make me for someone else like if I decide one day like I kind of want to cut my hair like it's just not well, that's, me anymore yeah. that's different but the only extreme circumstance that would make me be like yes I should cut my hair for someone else is if a loved one was losing their hair for something and they were going to use my hair to make the wig yeah that is the only thing that I would be like yes here take it or if someone said like I will give you a million dollars or okay yeah. how much would 
would you accept to cut your hair off for your friend's wedding? If they were like, I'll give you $500 if you cut your hair into a bob for my wedding. A bob? No. A thousand. I into wouldn't. a bob, a literal bob. Yeah. No, not for a thousand. If we're talking like collarbone length. A bob, like this. A literal. Shul- like right above shoulders. Above shoulder. No, not for a thousand. Five thousand. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, that's, a cu- that's a couple months mortgage. Like... <laughs> I, I probably five thousand. I would probably do it for five thousand. Your hair will grow back three thousand. No, I could not. Not for three thousand. Because that's no, no. Five, five will pay five. a couple of months mortgage. Three, I'm, four. I'm just will not. saying ten so that we can bargain to seven. <laughs> <laughs> I can get behind that. Yeah, I say five now, but until the check is written and in my hand. No, I think four is not worth it. No, four is not worth it. Yeah. Five. I said five. I know, I know, but you're like until the check is. Oh, oh, you mean you're not cutting it until I'm not cutting it until there's a five thousand dollar deposit in my bank account. Isn't that crazy that we think our hair is worth five thousand dollars? Like, yeah, emotionally it is. Like emotionally, emotionally. percent. I have. (laughs) This is so fucked up. But you know how people like get into relationships and they're like say to their significant other, like I had a dream that you cheated on me and I'm mad at you. Yeah. Like I legitimately was at one point in time mad at my ex because I had a dream that he cut my hair. And I was like, you don't do that to someone. Like, that's so And he's up. like, yeah, I agree. Made, and I didn't. It made me sick to my stomach that someone would cut my hair. But yeah, no, it's an emotional thing. It's yeah. like, it's like my hair is my mental stability. The longer it is, the more stable I am. I know. And you tap it all off, send me away. I know. Because I need help, honestly. Someone recently, $5,000, sure. Someone recently told me, just just cut it off, start new. And I was like, why are you? Please don't disrespect me like that. Yeah. <laughs> But at the same time, if a loved one was losing their hair and they were like, we need seven ponytails and we only have five, like, oh. would you consider giving me your ponytail? 100% Different. you can have my ponytail. Different. Yeah. yeah. For $5,000. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll make you a wig. It costs 5K, though. But it's different for a loved one. 3K. 3K for a wig of my hair. <laughs> depends on how much I love them for me. Right. It depends on how extended of a family they are. Yeah. Kelly, fine. Trisha, uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> kidding, Trish. I would cut my hair for you. Yeah, I guess I just think, though, that, like, when it comes to making someone cut their beard off or whatever, their hair off for wedding photos, the stakes are so low. Like, there's really no reason to ask them to cut it off, except that, like, oh, I just decided I don't want beards in my photos, (laughs) which is fine. You're allowed Beards in my photos. You're allowed to decide that. Like, there's so many posts that are like, am I the asshole if I ask my friend to cover their tattoos on their arms? Am I the asshole if I ask my friend to dye their hair instead of hot pink brown for my wedding photos and it's like are you an asshole for wanting a specific vision for your photos maybe not but how worth that is like how worth it but is it I to think, you to ask you know I think that the radio host this morning that I listened to said it best when she said the, that is the person you ask to be in your wedding yeah so if I ask a friend of mine who's covered in tattoos head to toe, honestly that's probably going to be like the person I marry is probably going to have a ton of tattoos 
and they have tattoos head to toe, that is the person you chose. That is right. the person you love, and they are their tattoos. If you chose a person who has a long beard, that is the that is the person you love, and that is who they are. That's how they're gonna. If someone came to me and was like, I, you know, like the long hair thing just isn't my style. I have a vision for my wedding. Can you cut? No, like the long hair is me. That is who I am as a person. I'm not going to cut my hair for you. If I have loved ones with bright colored hair and I love them for who they are, yeah, it probably is not going to fit my wedding vision. But am I going to make them dye their hair to be in my wedding? No. Like, that is is the person that I love. But is it rude to ask? Like, you're not going to make them, but is it rude to ask? I think it's inappropriate to ask. I think you love the person for the person. And if that, I mean, maybe if they have a different hair color every week. Okay, yeah. But if you have, like, like, so, so you like for you, you have this brown hair. That is how I have known you my whole life. For the last few, however many years, you've been bleach blonde. If you were still bleach blonde by the time I got married, I wouldn't be like, I need you to go back to your brown hair because that's how I envision you. That's how I grew up with you. I wouldn't ask you to go back to that. But if you had red hair this week, blue hair next week, pink hair the week after, I'd be yeah. like, okay, let's maybe go with something that you have most often for my photos so that when I look at my photos, I can picture you as what I know you as. Yeah. But I mean, or just like, I don't know, if you don't mind, like if people just change their hair every week for fun, I'm like, yeah, change it to whatever I want it change to Change it be. to my aesthetic. I guess I that's know. different. Yeah. But I wouldn't ask someone to change something. Like if they have yeah. pink hair and that is that is it, like pink is their thing and it's been like that for five, six, seven, eight years, I'm not going to be like, you can't have pink hair at my wedding because yeah. that is your hair. I don't know. I just. Yeah. I wish I knew. I wish one of my like closest friends had, I mean, I, none of my closest, closest friends have a lot of tattoos or like an unnatural hair color that I can be like okay this person yeah because it's really hard for me to say that because like if one of my best friends randomly like went rogue and dyed their hair hot pink I'd be like oh yeah that is gonna throw off my photos but yeah at the same time it's like does it actually matter like that but it's also it's not them like if I went rogue and dyed my hair purple like root to end tomorrow and our friends are getting married in a couple weeks and they're like Erin like you can't do this for the wedding I'd be like I should be like you're right it's not me like I can be blonde for the wedding yeah but if I'm blonde or if I'm purple all the time like I am the purple friend like I don't know it's it yeah I think it's different if it's who you are as a person if we are back to the original story this guy has had his beard since oh, high school 100%, yeah they're adults now in weddings that is who he is as a person he's not Sorry, shaving that beard but he's not shaving it not on my watch nope <laughs> That's an interesting debate. I like that. That's something that I feel like at first I'm like, I wouldn't want the colored hair or like, I would, I don't know, like, yeah, cover the tattoos. But then I'm like, wait, no, you're right. Like, it is who they are. Yeah. So that's, that's interesting for me. Okay. Speaking of weddings, am I the asshole for telling people not to eat the food at my sister's wedding? My (laughs) husband, 27 male, and I, 26 female, were married eight months ago. We had a big wedding with lots of food and drinks and people. I knew we would likely have leftovers, so I arranged for them to be donated to the soup kitchen we sometimes work with. However, my mom went behind my back and took most of it with her. I didn't really know what happened to the food until now. My sister Callie, 30 female, got married over the long weekend. She didn't want to mess with 
with any of the planning and, knowing how my mom was during my wedding, decided to let our mom take over the whole thing. All we had to do was show up where we were told and party. The ceremony was beautiful, but it was when the buffet was revealed that I noticed something odd. The food looked eerily familiar, like identical to what I had for my wedding, except for a little more dried out and sad. I found an opening and went to ask my mom about it, where she happily told me she saved a fortune by unfreezing the food from my wedding to serve to the guests now. I was horrified and immediately voiced my concerns about safety. She got upset and said I was acting like a snob and should be happy the food wasn't going to waste. I argued that it was never going to be wasted, but she wouldn't hear it. I didn't want to make a scene, but was worried about people getting sick, so I snuck off to see my sister. She was horribly embarrassed. She mentioned that my mom said something about saving money, but didn't question it because she didn't want to foot the bill like I had. She told me not to eat the food and thanked me for the warning. From there, my husband and I discreetly started telling some guests to be wary of the food and the rest of the night was fine. Some guests? (laughs) They picked who they didn't want to get sick. Okay. They didn't pick the people with beards. My mom caught some flack for being cheap, but I've also been catching heat. Some of our relatives have been saying that I intentionally made my family look bad and that the food was fine as it was frozen and then defrosted for the wedding. They say no one would have known if I didn't make a stink over it. I didn't know if I did anything wrong. I could use some help and would like to know if I should apologize. Am I the asshole? No. No, your mom is the asshole. Your mom is such an asshole. Crazy. That's absurd. I'm speechless. Who thinks to reuse food from eight months ago? At a wedding. That is so bizarre. Like eight months, some things, I guess, can be in in the freezer and it's fine. But to serve your leftover wedding food at your... Like, I know she didn't do it. I know OP didn't do it. But just from your perspective, your leftover wedding food is now the dinner at your sister's wedding. What mom? I mean, put her on extreme cheapskates or whatever that show is. Like, please put her on that because to say you saved a fortune in the food for the wedding I would have dished out the money are you kidding me please if someone says they're gonna serve Kelly's leftover wedding food at my wedding cancel the wedding like please I don't I don't need to get married we'll go to the courthouse like are you joking me that sounds fake like this literally sounds too too good to be true like it's crazy are we sure this isn't like an urban myth story I don't know that's insane yeah my only reservation is the deed was done so like going around to the wedding guest and picking and choosing certain people and being like oh don't eat the food but then not giving them a reason why and like creating this weird energy where there's like a secret being told between half the guests and it's like oh the guests like half of them get the bride's sister coming over to them and whispering something in their ear during dinner and half of them don't like that just creates a weird energy yeah the whole thing is sus for sure yeah and it's like what is it gonna do like at that point you're just gonna be like don't eat then what they're just gonna be there all night and not consume any food yeah like you need food i mean you bring in more food at that point like call like the local chick-fil-a yeah like we need a whole tray of nuggets like i I mean it's like it's not on op to make up for her mom's stupid mistake or wrongdoing but like what do you do i don't know I don't know. I don't think she's an asshole. No. I think the mom is totally in the wrong. Mm -hmm. But if I knew that this happened, I might just, mm, I don't know. I see where she's coming from, though, because she thinks people are going to get sick if they eat it. 
Yeah. Okay. I don't think she's an asshole at all. I just think there was no easy solution. Like they're almost this is a this is a situation that really doesn't have an easy answer, if any answer at all, because the only answer would be either telling everyone yeah. and then embarrassing both the mom and the bride and yeah. the couple and then ordering new food to be I know that's to where come I was in. thinking like, I was like if this was me if I was the sister whose leftovers were being served at your wedding what would I do my first thought if I was like I don't want people to eat this food would be like everyone do not eat the food I'm literally calling like the Chick-fil-a or the local like Italian takeout place and getting trays of pasta and chicken fingers like yeah that is literally my first reaction it's only gonna be a couple hundred dollars like I'll br- whatever oh no that would be so much more money just to bring in tr- like hot trays of food I was just talking to a fellow wedding vendor and he said that they got a Chipotle truck to come to or they ordered like a bunch of Chipotle to do late night for guests and it was yeah. $5,000 okay if my sister was getting married and I wanted to step in and do the food $5,000 fine if it, if it was like seriously that big of an issue yeah. at the same time would I want to humiliate my mom and my sister right my mom and my sister wouldn't do this so I don't, I don't know like I, I mean I the have, sister isn't at fault either she no I know I know but like my mom wouldn't do this I hope holy shit no my mom would never so like I can't even imagine but it's like I don't know maybe maybe if they did they deserve to be embarrassed I don't fucking know honestly that's a good point too it's like does the mom just she did it to herself like she did this yeah. crazy weird ass thing and served people food that was eight months old and didn't even tell the bride yeah like, like that not, if you don't if you're if you're not worried if you're worried about embarrassing the bride you can be like someone put this together the bride didn't know like I mean I don't know maybe don't even call out the mom just say we had no idea this was happening wedding planners stepped in and this was done we're gonna get other food for you guys we didn't realize this was people someone's plan it's so weird though to think about like actually being at a wedding and they didn't realize that it was the same food until it was being served right because that's when you see the food for the first time when it's being set down what in front kind of you. What kind of food was it? Like, clearly I they mean, maybe it was eating a... up steaks and baked potatoes. Maybe they were. I don't know. Maybe it was a buffet and it was in those, like, tin things and they maybe. just kind of, like, took the covers off of them and then people saw it. But I just don't think there's actually an easy way to handle this without people, without it going terribly wrong. Because if you think about it, people, I'm sure the bride's sister was not the first person to see the food. And by the time she, and even if she was, by the time she realized what was happening, confirmed with the mom, checked in with her sister, guaranteed many, many other guests got their food and started eating it. They may have already been done. So it's like, at that point, do you say, by the way, the food is eight months old. Now people People are going to start to make themselves sick. Yeah. So at that point, it's like, do you even really do anything? anything? Maybe just tell people that are like immunocompromised. Like if you have a grandma or like young kids with like, I don't know, like bad stomachs. Yeah. You're like, oh, maybe don't eat that. I but guess. like you'd have to make an announcement and be like, you guys, like something went wrong in the kitchen and we need to just throw out the food and get a new order. Yeah. And that's how you can not embarrass the mom. Yeah, I think a lot but, for sure. But there's no way that that would have been able to happen in a timely manner before people ate yeah there's just no like actual solution if this actually happened at a real wedding 
I think that, yeah, you're right. If there was, like, if you, if this was done in a timely manner, if, like, I was the bride's sister and I was present when the food came out and I noticed, I'd be like, fuck no. I would be like, put, take it to the back. Yeah. And I'm calling, like, the closest place. And I'm going to be like, I'm sorry that there's a delay on dinner. Keep, like, the cocktail hour, something. Yeah. I would figure out food. Like, 100%. I would be like, you know what? Let's do the reception. And then we'll just have a late night. Di- like, I don't know. I would yeah. figure it out. And I would lie and say there was a mix up with the food. If it was too late and some people had already started eating. Which is what happened here. I wouldn't say anything because... (laughs) I wouldn't say anything either. But, like, there's... People freeze things for a reason. Like, it probably is okay. It really probably is okay. It probably is okay. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. There was two edits. One, my wedding had about 200 guests. My husband has a large family and we intentionally planned for more people to come and knew that a lot wouldn't for one reason or another. So we knew we'd likely have leftovers and wanted to be smart about it. Two, my sister and her husband have been together for about 10 years. They recently decided to get married for tax reasons and wanted to do a courthouse wedding. But my mom begged her to let her do an event. No. Uh Uh-uh. So she had... So (laughs) so she had a small wedding with only 50 people. My sister hates planning and people. So she let my mom do everything. Three, have y'all ever heard of a garage freezer? They're super common where I'm from. Sure. I have heard of a garage freezer and I can picture... I mean, that's irrelevant. No, no. I'm saying I can picture 50 meals worth of food in a garage freezer for eight months. Like, that's a thing that people do. Totally. Yeah. I get it. I I can see it, especially with those details. I can see it. If I wanted to have a back, a courthouse wedding and my mom convinced me to have a party and then served that... Why did you want me to have the party? Come on. Yeah, it's so true. Like, if you didn't want to pay for it, why did you convince me to do it? We didn't have to do this to start. Yeah, the mom is crazy. And if she faced public embarrassment, it would be her own fault. We need to ask a lawyer. <laughs> a lawyer what? <laughs> Who's the asshole here? Have any laws been broken? <laughs> We need to ask someone that works for, like, the FDA. The overall vote was not the asshole. Mom's the asshole. That that was next-level cheapskate behavior from your mom. And she could have made... Or whatever channel it is. She could have made everyone very sick. Yep, this seems like some TLC extreme cheapskate level. The kind of behavior where you're hoping it is made up or exaggerated for the camera. Yeah. The mom's crazy. Crazy. Am I the asshole for not helping my sister pay for her wedding even though I could easily afford it just because of a petty reason? I, 33 female, have a younger sister, Jamie, 31 male, who got engaged to her fiancé a few months ago, and now she's deep into wedding planning. Our parents gifted us $25,000 each as a wedding present when we got engaged to help with wedding expenses and just help us get started with some savings. Dang, 25k. Whew, that's a nice gift. (laughs) For background, I got married two years ago to my husband and we practically had little to no expenses. We did a small wedding ceremony celebration in my parents' backyard and I used my mom's old dress so our only expenses were really just food and photography. Due to this, we saved $20,000 of the money that we were gifted and just put it into savings. Damn, you go girl. Yeah. Although my husband and I were happy with our day, Jamie had a lot to say. She practically spent every single family event after the wedding gossiping about how my 
wedding was so trashy and cheap. No, Jamie's got to go. I think she expected a lot more from me because I work as a software engineer and my husband is a surgeon and we could have afforded to have a much nicer wedding. Now it's time for her wedding and she has plans to go all out for all of it, which I wouldn't care about if she could afford it. But instead, she has become a greedy bridezilla asking anyone and everyone for cash. My parents refused to give more than the original 25k and other family members have chipped in. What other family members? But maybe 5k max combined. That's crazy. Oh my god. Unfortunately, my sister knows I have saved the 20k from my parents. No, uh uh-uh. And that my husband and I have a good amount of money saved up because of our salaries. She has been asking me non-stop to give her the 20k as a wedding gift. (gasps) Oh! A wedding gift of $20,000. Or to help pay for another one of her events like the bridal shower, bachelorette, rehearsal dinner, or honeymoon. Okay, but even like the bridal shower is only going to be, like you can you can do that in a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. Like, well, hundred you don't, is. You don't need 20K. Maybe thousand. A few no, thousand. If, you did, you, if you did a shower at someone's house and like you just brought in catered food and it's not that many people, it's not going to cost you 20K. No, not 20K, but it no, would but probably cost you more than... No, but if she's asking for 20K or pay for another event, sure, I'll pay for the shower. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Her reasoning is that my husband and I could easily afford to gift her one of these things, and I even gifted my cousin a honeymoon vacation as a wedding gift oh, last shit. year. Damn, girl. Good for Get you. Out of here, cousin. So why couldn't I do something similar for my only sibling when I did that for a cousin? She's right in the sense that I could easily afford to pay for parts of her wedding, but in all honesty, I don't want to give her anything after she treated me so poorly following my own wedding. I told her my reasoning and that I don't want to financially support someone who didn't support me on my big day. And now she has been going around telling family that I'm extremely selfish and immature for this. Apparently, <laughs> apparently she has already put down deposits on a lot of services and vendors for her plans and just expected me to help pay for it. But now she has no way of paying vendors and she can't get her deposits back either. Oh. So now my family wants me to help her out so she doesn't lose the little money she already has i don't see how this is my problem am i the asshole no you play stupid games you you win win stupid prizes wow the sister is so dumb i'm so sorry anyone who operates like this in life has no concept of financial literacy this This is so fucking stupid absolutely insane i mean first of all point blank the simplest easiest thing to say here is don't spend money you don't have yeah don't plan a huge wedding you can't afford don't ask people for money because you want something that you can't afford whose family is paying for weddings like that just like dishing like the parents already paid the sister isn't paying what extended family are you asking to dish out money no if my extended family members asked me to pay for a wedding just because they wanted to have an extravagant over-the-top wedding it would be one thing if they were like we are really just going through it and all we want is a courthouse even twenty dollars and we'll put that towards our wedding yeah that's completely different this girl is just straight up entitled and insane and to ask the sister like oh I know you only spent five of your 25k like you said this was for our weddings and to start our savings yeah I spent what I wanted to spend and now I'm gonna start my savings yeah and like don't worry about what me and my husband do for a living yeah we got our jobs to make the money that we want to make you chose your job and your husband chose his and you make the money that you make and we all live within our own means yeah and you know it's also funny the girl did it to herself because if she didn't walk around talking shit on her sister i bet the sister would 
paid for at 100%, least some of it. 100%. Yeah. Like, if I mean, she's I can, out here gifting honeymoons. Absolutely. I can tell you right now, if someone, like, if Kelly came to me and was like, please help me financially, 100%. But if you were literally talking shit at every family outing about how I did yeah. mine, and now you want me to pay for yours, absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. No shot. This girl's getting what she deserves. Absolutely. <laughs> she walked right, she spoke herself into this. Yeah. She really did. And uh, quite frankly, the parents need to be put in their place to, oh to God, expect her to help her out after you know how she behaved. Yeah. If anyone in our extended family heard one of us talking shit on the other one about a wedding, first of all, they would probably join in. They would be like, love this tea. Second of all, if they heard, now I want you to pay for mine, they w- our whole extended family would be like, is she crazy? Yeah. No. Absolutely not. Also, Absolutely not. our parents are so reasonable. They would have never asked anyone else for money. Mm-mm. Like, ever. I just don't know anyone in our family who would be asking other people for money. For money. Yeah. It's insane. To ask other people to pay for your own wedding because you want extra than what you have when your parents already gave you so much money. Yeah. And you still have your own job, too. Like, you still have a job and your husband still has a job and your parents already gave you money. Did his parents give you any money? And I'm not saying that's the expectation, but, like, it's his wedding, too, and you two are agreeing to spend this kind of money. If he is like, we can't afford this and I'm not going to ask other people for money, then he needs to put you in your place. And if he is going to keep asking people for money, ask his family. Like, don't keep asking me. I feel like she is just the type of person that sees someone close to her making money and thinks that she's entitled to it just because she's close to the person. Yeah. And it's like, that's such a hard thing for so many people to understand but it's like picture like Taylor Swift and her best friend Abigail this is like the biggest example because Taylor Swift is like one of the most wealthy people in the world but like just because Taylor Swift has a net worth of almost 800 million dollars and Abigail and she's gonna be a billionaire by the end of the Eras tour that's crazy I know just because that's a fact and Abigail's her best friend does that mean that she needs to give any money to Abigail just because you make a lot of money doesn't mean that you're obligated to give it to your family or your friends and I feel like we've seen that like even people I know like their parents think they're like entitled to their kids money because their kids now make a lot of money it's like they don't owe you shit it's like one of those things where yeah you could gift your parents money but (laughs) this is like (laughs) a weird line but like you choose to have kids you know that it's going most people for the most part choose to have kids so like you know you have to pay for those kids and when you choose to have kids you are obligated to pay for their life for 18 years for 18 years yeah Yeah. but you don't choose to have parents right (laughs) so like you don't choose to be born so you don't automatically (sighs) need to give money to your parents in the way that parents need to provide money to their children yeah when they choose to have children yeah so like where are people getting off being so entitled everyone does choose to have a kid because if you didn't want it you could put it up for adoption yeah you chose to have a kid and you chose to keep it and this is so fucked up too but like some people choose to have kids just to get that income just for like like food stamps and money and stuff and it's like obviously they 
are not well educated because they think that that's going to bring them money in the long run of 18 years. They still yeah. have to provide for this kid. But like, regardless, you're choosing to do that. Yeah. And like, I'm sorry, but your kids just don't owe you anything after 18 I know. years old. And it's like, it could be nice to gift your parents things or share with your friends if you do make a lot of money, but you don't know anyone shit. And this girl is so entitled and uh, she wouldn't be getting a dime from me. She'd be no. getting a $100 bill in a card from the freaking dollar <sighs> after store. After I got my dinner at the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After the wedding, she'd be getting a card in the in the little box little like card box like yeah. everyone else's nothing special yeah. doesn't matter how much money i make maybe it would even be a 50 with the way that she's acting oh she was talking shit on my wedding maybe i probably a 20. wouldn't even go i probably maybe wouldn't 20. even go no i feel like you should go like you can still go to your sister's wedding but like yeah, i guess if it was my sister but if she was shitting on my wedding for like a long time at family gatherings the fuck do i owe you absolutely nothing the overall vote was not the asshole. Thank God. Not the asshole. She got a sum of money for it, and if she can't stay within that budget, nobody else needs to pay her a penny. You don't owe her even five cents. You were smart to have a low-budget wedding and have money for other things after. Smart, smart, smart. She was rude, rude, rude. <laughs> so true. Facts. Facts. Yeah. Frick that. Mm-mm. This episode got me really fired up. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Calm back down. <laughs> <laughs> I love when we go on like tangents and we're like, and you know what? Frick them too. And like lawyers and blah, blah, blah. And like, and then after we record, we just kind of like, we're like, well, that was fun. Yeah. And then we just like go back to silence. It's a really weird dynamic. We just walk away from each other. We walk it's away like and we're like, well, memes I'll that see are you next like, time. No, we, it's like those memes when like you hook up with someone and it's like <laughs> before you have sex with them, you're all over each other. And then afterwards you just silently yeah. walk away to like clean yourselves up. Yeah. <laughs> That's like doing the podcast. We come in especially us it's different for I feel like the other co-hosts because it's like you're hanging out with them you're like seeing them yeah. but like as sisters we're together all the time so it's like we just saw each other we just ate dinner we now like came down silently did our sound check <laughs> did it and then afterwards we're just gonna turn off the lights and silently <laughs> go back to our lives but like make a weird comment like that was a good one yeah yeah and then Aaron will be like when are you recording with Trisha next <laughs> or like when's Rebecca coming over or like what episode will be next week and I'm like, like, are we going to happy hour tomorrow? And then I'll be like, I don't know. Or I'll be like, I just saw Trisha yesterday. And Aaron will be like, oh. And then we'll just sit in silence. <laughs> but then we'll start the podcast and be like, hey, guys, what's up? Yes, this is fast. <laughs> so welcome to the inner workings of our mind. It is kind of funny how quickly we like get into it and then like get out of it. Well, because it's like <laughs> spilling tea with your friends. Like if yeah. I walked into a room and all my friends were there, I'd be hyped for a couple minutes. We'd sit down, we'd like have a couple talks and it'd be chill. It'd be like, yeah. oh, like when's the last time you saw Trisha? Oh, that's so cool. And then if someone told me a story <laughs> about killing a spider or whatever, I'd be like, fuck that. Like, blah. like I mean, yeah. this is and that's how no, it goes when so you hang true. out with your friends and then by the end of it we'd be like so glad I saw you guys. All right, it's, bye. It's like when you talk to someone on the phone. I don't know if anyone else experiences this, but when you're FaceTiming someone or talking on the phone with someone for so long, the feeling of hanging up is so weird. Like, I hate going from being on FaceTime for like an hour to then hanging up because you're like, now you're just sitting in silence and you're like, yeah. what do I do now? That, that's true. I feel like I just talk off my friends. Yeah. I was going to say talk off my friend's ear, but that's 
that's not the phrase talk my friend's ear off on facetime and then they're like okay like we we went over it 14 times <laughs> and i'm like okay um and they're like i have to go and i'm like yeah but what about this 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 and they're like i really gotta go and i'm I like know. then they finally hang up and it's so quiet and i'm yeah. just left to be with myself my own thoughts it's Ugh. weird that being said i know not everyone's like a phone girly like some people just like to text i hate texting but if you ever just want to like shoot the shit or like gossip like give me a ring because i i guarantee i'm in the mood to talk on the phone i promise so call me if you ever want to (laughs) chat all right yeah thanks again you guys it's been great I feel like I'm so awkward in this episode. It's been real. It's been fun. But it hasn't been real fun. Don't say that. It has been real fun. It has been real fun. Okay. Sorry about the intro. The intro was just (laughs) really weird. And I'm sorry. Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. And now go forth and sit in silence without (laughs) us. Have a great week. We love you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.